great I am, the Holy One. Come on and make some noise in this house tonight. The Bible says that everything that has breath, praise the Lord. I don't hear you saying nothing in this house. You gotta open up your house and give God some praise. They open this, a closed mouth won't get fed. Your mouth shut, you can't receive nothing. But if you just open up your mouth and give God some praise, you'll get something from God tonight. You ought to put something in the atmosphere tonight and give God some praise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, come on, come on. This you, Kite. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is you, Kite. I know when we go to the Alabama Auburn football game, we can make the noise, but is there anybody that can make the noise for our father tonight? He woke me up this morning and started you on your way. You ought to give him some praise tonight. He's been so good. It's been real good. Because the Bible says when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, my soul cries out hallelujah. What you say, Pastor Kid? He kept me through danger seen and unseen. When I almost lost my life, I'm still here. I'm standing on two legs. I got two arms, two eyes, and two ears. And I can still give him some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I won't talk to cram nobody. I know we tired. But I came to give up some praise tonight. I came to lift up the name of Jesus tonight. No other name shall be lifted up but the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I bless God tonight for they sung, I am a Christ representative. Representing Jesus Christ. And the young men dance, it gets better. It gets better. Sometimes life will give you some bitter moments. Uh -huh. But when you begin to look at the, the song that they just did, when the angel was there with it every step of the way, uh -huh. it gets better. I remember when I was at Glorious Temple, uh, back in March, sometimes you gotta suffer a little while to get to that better. Amen. Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you for your work tonight. We thank you for your omnipresent power in this place tonight. We thank you for your young people tonight. We thank you for your word tonight. I ask now as I decrease your Holy Spirit begin to increase in me, Lord. Move in this place like you want to move, Lord God. But get self out of the way. And we want you to have your way in this place tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. You may have your seats. Hallelujah. First, giving honor to God, who is the head of my life, and to uh, the protocol and staff of PFC, and to uh, the international youth director, uh, Bishop, bless you, uh, and to Apostle Jones and Glorious Temple. Uh, I thank those who are in leadership tonight, and I'm appreciative for this invite tonight, and to the absence of my pastor, Apostle Dr. Deborah Dancy Curitan. Uh, tonight, the Lord has me in two passages of scripture and uh, I'll have to connect these stories in 15, 20 minutes because I don't like to speak long to young people because it's already 1110 at night. Some of y'all sleepy, some of y'all tired, but we're going to go forth in the word. We're going to look at uh, the book of Luke, the 18th chapter, beginning at the 35th through the 42nd verse. 
And then we're going to go over to Luke, the 8th chapter, the 43rd to the 48th verse. I want to bless God for the musicians who traveled with me tonight, Minister Brandon and Brother Gabe. Bless you all for coming out with us tonight. The Bible says here in the book of Luke, the 8th chapter, and I'll be coming from the Holman Christian Standard Bible Version. Luke, the 18th chapter, 35th through the 42nd verse, it says these words. As he drew near Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the road begging. Hearing a crowd passing by, he inquired what this meant. Jesus the Nazarene is passing by, they told him. So he called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then those in front of him then those in front told him to keep quiet, but he kept crying out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and commanded that he be brought to him when he drew near. He asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Lord, he said, I want to see. Receive your sight, Jesus told him. Your faith has healed you instantly, my God. He could see and he began to follow him, glorifying God. All the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. Luke, the eighth chapter, 43rd through the 48th verse, it reads these words. A woman suffering from bleeding for 12 years who spent all she had on doctors yet could not be healed by any approached from behind and touched the tassel of his robe. Instantly, her bleeding stopped. My God, I feel like preaching already. Who touched me, Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds are hemming you in and pressing against you. Someone did touch me, said Jesus. I know that power has gone out from me. When the woman saw that she was discovered, she came trembling and fell down before him in the presence of all the people. She declared the reason she had touched him and how she was instantly cured. Daughter, he said to her, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Tonight, if you can look to your name and say, neighbor, we're going to talk about what are you doing when Jesus is passing by? And for a subtopic tonight, faith in action. Uh, In these two particular stories, uh, we find that there are two people who are dealing with a serious issue. And I come to realize that in this time and in this season, us young people, we all have issues. If you can just say amen for me here and there, I'll get out your way quick and soon. Because I was sitting over there, and throughout the whole service, the young people was engaged. And so right now, it's the word of God. I want you to be engaged with me tonight. Because we find that in life, we go through challenges. And I just, I graduated high school a year ago, praise God, and in in college now. And so I know that we go through some issues and some challenges in life that kind of shake and rock us a little bit. And sometimes, if the truth be told as elder, because she already preached, I said, girl, if you don't get out my message. But sometimes we let people say whatever they want to say in our ear. And we allow that to dictate how we're going to respond. And as I was in high school, and I can attest to the, the story that was being told through the song of dance, that I, too, was once a person who wanted to commit suicide. But God... <laughs> I was one who everybody thought was supposed to be this perfect kid because I'm the minister's kid. I'm the PK. 
And everybody that had their eyes on the BK because you're the preacher's kid. You're the pastor's kid. Amen. And if you mess up, oh, pastor, your child. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it feels like all eyes are on you and you just can't live your life like a teenager. All right. Come on, somebody. Come on, young people. I'm where you are tonight. Because we've been bullied, we've been talked about, we don't have the J's, the Nikes, the Adidas, the Qualabies, whatever you want to call them, the iPhone and the, the whatever you got. Just because you don't got it, they're talking about you. All right. Dealing with issues, depression is real. Suicide is real. Oppression is real. And us as young people, we deal with these things and we, and I find myself a few weeks ago because sometimes God will send you uh, through a test to test your faith. And uh, a few weeks ago, I was, my t- faith has, was tested and I was like, Lord, I can't do this right now. This is just too much. You got me going here and there preaching and encouraging other people, but I need to be encouraged myself. And sometimes, young people, you may go out dancing at Youth Explosion, Youth Days programs, and singing your little heart out. But sometimes you, you wonder, is there anybody that see your hearts cry? You're going through, you're, you're, you're dealing with things at school, you're dealing, if you got a job, you're dealing with things on the job. And then you got a little brother and sister that gets on your nerves. Then get you in trouble for something that you didn't do. Come on, young people. Because I got a little sister at home. She is like five, six years younger than me. Always getting me in trouble. <laughs> Mas ain't picky with me. He get on my landers. Get out of my room. Wait a minute. I'm older than you. I'm the oldest brother. You going to tell me what to do. <laughs> Come on. Y'all know y'all got them brothers and sisters that get on there. I wish you just get out my face. <laughs> Leave me alone. Mama, little Jojo won't get out my room. <laughs> yeah, I know that's how we do. Because we want that alone and that personal time to ourselves to think. And then I was uh, on Snapchat, and they're like, oh, the pastor got Snapchat? I'm like, yeah, yo, youth pastor has Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the youth pastor, Joe, as you learn, so I, I, I have to relate to the young people. But they're like, pastor, say, you got Snapchat? And then <laughs> they said, when you start using emojis, <laughs> I'm like, I'm hip to the game. I'm just 19. I'm not old. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm like, Lord, now these bones be popping in the morning. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> I'm like, let me keep this. Let me keep the teen years full of. <laughs> I'm like, don't make me <laughs> I like to laugh and have fun in church, so y'all just stick with me. But we go through and we have these issues and we have these problems, and, and I can attest that sometimes we don't want to talk to nobody about them because we feel afraid that they're going to judge us. They're going to talk yeah. down upon us. Yeah. And they're going to look at us different because we told them something that is really bothering us. Uh. And I found myself... Uh, I was in elementary school at a different school system, and I was making good grades and uh, doing well, and I hope y'all paying attention on that phone over there, praise God. But I was making good grades, and um, I was doing everything right, but my attitude wasn't right. It wasn't because I 
wanted to act out. It was because I was dealing with some issues and I didn't know how to express myself uh, because I was letting what everybody else say about me dictate who I was or who I am. And sometimes we get in a place where we allow what people say dictate yeah. who we are. Yeah. Uh, and we allow people to say any kind of thing about us. But tonight we find that a man, he didn't, a blind man, who didn't let nobody stop him from crying out. And I wonder, is there any young person tonight that's going to say, I'm not going to stop crying out just because you said I can't cry to a Savior who, who reached down and picked me up out of my mess. Yeah. Although I said, I don't want nothing to do with this God that got my mama and daddy, great cousin and all them jumping, screaming, shouting, and speaking in tongues. I don't know who that man is, but I tell you tonight, there's a man named Jesus who said, I'll come see about you. Even when you make your bed in hell, I'll be there with you. But there's this man, this blind man who we find in Luke, the 18th chapter, that he could not see, but he could hear. And sometimes the enemy will try to take something from you, but God has a way of turning that thing around for your good. And so the topic for tonight is what are you doing when Jesus is passing by? Because we find that this blind man was in a situation where Jesus is coming through Jericho and he's passing by and this blind man hears this crowd and he's like, what is going on? Because he can't see. It's like, where Bishop or Apostle Jones, where he at? I can't see him. So looking at this, he can hear. And when the crowds was there, you know, people you in the crowds like, oh, Jesus, he healed the sick. He raised the dead. And so he heard a little conversation like, oh, Jesus passing by. And he said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Yeah. Ah, yes, Lord. And they said, Shh, be quiet. Yeah. Don't, you, don't be calling his name. He trying to get through. But is there anybody that's like the blind man? So I, I need something from the Lord. I need him to do something in my life tonight that says I'm going to keep crying out until the Lord come and see about little old me. I wish y'all helped me right here. Because so many times we let people shut us up and say be quiet, but you need to scream even the louder. Don't keep silent. You need to open up your mouth and say Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And we find that Jesus, he stopped. He said, wait a minute, hold up. Tell him to come here. Bring him here. And isn't it funny how God can see when you're crying out and you've been fasting and you're needing something from him desperately? He'll stop in his track and say, wait a minute. My daughter, my son is in need of something. And I stopped by here tonight to tell you that God is in the neighborhood. And he stopped by and said, what you need? I got what you need tonight. Uh, he said these particular words, what do you want me to do for you? And I come to encourage the young people tonight that all you got to do is just tell them what you need. Ha, ah, y'all better help me tonight. And he said, uh, I just want to see. I just want to hear. I just want to feel. Whatever you need, you can ask of the Father. Uh, and Jesus told him, just re receive your sight. And Jesus told him, your faith has healed you. And instantly he could see and he began to follow him. And let me pause there because sometimes when we get what we want from God, we go the other way. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sometimes we get what we want from people and then we go the other way. Isn't that something like friends when they get what they want from you, they go the other way. They don't even know you anymore. My God. But this blind man, he could not see, but he knew that there was a God that sits high and looks down low. And he said, I need, I, I just want to see God. I just want to see. And he had faith enough to believe it. And that's our subtopic for tonight. Faith in action. Because as I'm coming to a close, we find that in Luke the 8th chapter, there was a woman who was suffering from an issue for 12 long years. Uh, and I come tonight uh, because as I begin to look at this woman she had an issue for 12 long years. And sometimes, if we can look at this scripture, it says 12, some of y'all not even, some of y'all close to 12 years, some of y'all even over 12 years. But even you can just look back over your life and see how far the Lord has brought you. I feel like preaching right about now. Because she, we find that this woman, she was going to everybody in the neighborhood, every doctor she thought she knew. But she came and found the man that was coming through her town. Who, what, what are you doing when Jesus is passing by? We find that this woman, she, she had an issue. And, and back in those times when you had an issue with blood, you were considered unclean. And so when she came into the crowd, the people would not have received her. Would have been like, oh, she dirty, she nasty. Don't touch me. I'm too cute. I'm too fine. I'm sexy. Come on now, young people. I just got my new weave in. I got my new J's on. I just got my iPhone. What you doing getting close to me? But this woman, she had, a, she had a problem, and she didn't care what nobody had to say about her. She just said, oh, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. I know that everything is going to be all right. And I want to know, are there any young people tonight that's going to be like this woman and like this man? I'm going to cry out even the louder and I'm going to just touch him. No matter what anybody say about me, no matter what I got on, I'm going to just get to Jesus. I'm not just going to let him pass me by, but I'm going to get something from him when he's in my neighborhood. I wish you touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, what are you doing when Jesus is passing by? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I feel like going on right there because Jesus, he, he was like, who touched me? And the disciples like, Jesus, wait a minute. You got people over here, people over there, all these people touching you. What you mean someone touched you? But when you got something burning down on the inside of you that you just like, Lord, if you can't do it, it can't be done. If I can just get to Jesus and touch the hem of his garment, I know that every problem, every sickness, every disease, everything that's not like him, if I can just touch him and get to Jesus, I know that everything is going to be all right. You are looking to neighbor, see neighbor. I just need a from the master. I need him to come through my skin. I need him to come through my soul. If I can just get close to him, if I know that Jesus is coming through, if I can just... Oh, yeah. I know that everything is going to be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And Jesus said, I know that power has left my body. And the woman, she came trembling. And she fell down at the presence of the Lord. And I wonder, is there anybody that's going to say, I'm going to fall down and worship the King of Kings and the Lord's Lord. No matter what situation I may be going through, I know that if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I know that everything is going to be all right. Is there anybody in here tonight that's going to say, when Jesus is passing by, I need something from Him that's going to make everything all right. Take your question away. Take these thoughts away. Take my mind, Lord. I need you to come be about me. Is there anybody in this house tonight that's going to say, I'm not going to let Jesus pass me by? Yeah, 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 yeah. I find out at the end of the two scriptures that Jesus told them that your faith has made you well. I come to tell some young people tonight that if you got faith enough to believe the impossible, know that God can and He will work it out. I wish there were some people in the house tonight that's going to say, I got faith enough to believe that whatever I'm going through, Every situation, every problem, every circumstance, I know that the Lord will, He will take care of me, but I won't let Him pass me by. Is there anybody in here that's going to say, I won't let Jesus pass me by? Because I'm dealing with a serious issue, so I can't solve it, the doctors can't solve it, the robots can't solve it. The queen can't solve it, the name can't solve it, the heart can't solve it, but if I can just get the faith. Is there anybody in there that's going to say, if I can just get the Jesus, I know that everything is going to be alright. If I can just get the Jesus, you want to call your address out and say, Jesus, not fine. Jesus is passing by. Are you going to wave your hand? 
have faith enough to say, if I can just keep crying out to the Lord, even if you don't answer me the first time, if I can just keep on crying out to him, I have faith enough to believe that one day he's going to answer my cry. This woman who was considered unclean, who was considered in our day and time nasty, stanky. Yeah. She don't have the nice car we ride in, the Mercedes, the Benz, the Tahoes, and Dodges, and Challengers, and Mustangs. She didn't have what we have. She was living in the projects, as we would like to say. But she knew that I can't keep going on like this. I can't keep struggling like this. Because something's not right. I don't feel the joy I used to feel. I don't feel the happiness or the peace I used to feel. But she said, there's a man that's coming through. And if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know that everything is going to be all right. And I want to know tonight if there are any young people that's going to step out by faith tonight. Is that okay, Bishop? To say that, I can't keep struggling. I need some help in my grades. I want to make it on the basketball team, the football team, the Chilean squad, softball, all those sports and band. And, but I just need Jesus to come by me so that I may just touch him. Or if I can just open up my mouth because Apostle Jones I come and realize that in high school, we can cuss, we can smoke, put our mouth where our mouth shouldn't be. But we can do all those things. We can call on the name of Jesus. Some folks mad at me, but it's okay. But it's the truth. And as a youth pastor, my, my main job and my main mission is to see the young people saved and to disciple them. But tonight my job is to make sure you have a relationship with him for yourself. It's good to know that mama, daddy, sister, brother, and everybody else got it. But do you know who he is for yourself? Because we can shando ikobo shatara all night long. And some of you like, what are they saying? You don't even understand. For some people, they're like, just talking Spanish talk. But if you know him for yourself, and you can receive him, you can understand. Thank you, Lord.